The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Herbert back, pressure coming again. Throws it out, intercepted! Gilmore jumped in at the Los Angeles 32, and you can credit the pressure for that one. Here's Bryce Harper, the birthday boy, and he swings and lifts it high and deep, and happy birthday, pal! Harper, with a monster drive, deep into right center. It's 2-0 Phillies. A drive to deep left. See you later. Over the Crawford boxes. Jonah Heim provides that first extra base hit. His first career postseason home run to give Texas a 5-1 lead. Was set by Leclerc. And the pitch to Altuve swung on in a high drive. Well hit left center field. Tavares into the gap. Has a play. And he makes the catch in front of the track. And the Rangers have won it 5-4. We beat the the ever-loving s*** Oklahoma today. We beat the shit out of that team, and we lost. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. Uh, thank you to who sent me this. I got the cowherd audio. Boomer Butler, thank you. We'll play that coming up in a bit. going to have to uh, cue it up. But hey, Ca- get back to work at my house. Don't be sending Toby stuff. Sorry, the butler. The butler did it. Uh, Cowboys beat the Chargers last night, 20-17. to 17. Did you see any of your boys? What a night for you. What a night for T.J. Perry. Rangers win, Cowboys win, and you got to come to Rudy's. What a night. Got to see you. Yeah, what a night. I uh, flipped in and out of the uh, uh, Cowboys a little bit. I've got I've to admit, I was more interested in that Phillies-Arizona game than the Dallas Cowboys last night. I'm just not very high on my Cowboys this season. Um, I don't like Mike You're McCarthy. Four and two Dallas Cowboys. I don't like Mike McCarthy. I don't like Jerry Jones. I think Dak Prescott's probably a waste of space. Uh, so, yes, I did tune in, but I found myself more interested in that Diamondbacks-Phillies game at the same time. Is this a situation where you really don't want the Cowboys to win because you don't, because you don't like the people in charge? No, would I would you love root against them if they had a great year. I would year? love for them to win a, uh, a, a Super Bowl. I've got bigger things on my mind right now, and they take priority in the Texas Rangers. So understood, um, understood, yeah, understood. Yeah. Which is why that Phillies game interests me more because they look like they have just as much destiny on their side mm. as the Rangers do right now. They're seems pretty... like a little bit of peeking ahead on your part, maybe. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll I see. would like you to stay focused on the ALCS. I'm focused on both, but I got to keep an eye on who we may be playing and what they're looking like. So, this ain't Norman, Oklahoma. This is Los Angeles, and the people here are very sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Um, sophisticated. It sounds suffering succotus. <laughs> My quarterback, by the way, likely out for the season. Yeah, it looks like it. Looks like it. You're done. 
Anthony Richardson. There goes the Colts Super Bowl hopes. Um, yeah, it looks like his shoulder injury is going to keep him out. Uh, okay, let's go here. Let's go BV. Oklahoma with a 3-0 advantage in the turnover margin over Texas last Saturday. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Uh, you know what? I got game notes here. I can look it up specifically. I think it's 12 interceptions, TJ. Is that, is that sound that right? That sounds right. I think it's 12. And the turnover margin now is like it's re- like a plus 10 or plus 9 or something like that. Hang on. I got it right here. Um, it's really high. Here we go. Turnover margin plus 11. Goodness gracious. That's a huge number for six games into the season. And as Brent will tell you here in a second, they, they lead the nation in that category. Uh, here's a little bit of Venables talking about that last night on his coach's show at Rudy's. UCF, Gus Malzahn bringing his team in here. They're one Sorry, of- wrong audio, Teach. Hang on a second. That's on me. Turnover by me. It's Toby's fault. All the day they beat Texas 34-30. Okay. Hey, what, hold on. How about this? So a year ago, we're, we every Tuesday, you know, it's our Tanoga. A Tanoga Tuesday. Yeah. It's a big emphasis about, you know, forcing turnovers. And we watch the top teams in the NFL, and we watch the top five teams in college football. And so we were watching everybody else last year. Uh-huh. You know, You're watching yourself now. We wa- hey, we're number one in the country in turnover right. margin. Number one. And I am not bragging, but You're loud. But I'm telling you, that is a that is a heck of a job by our guys. Yeah. Um, and they are so proud of that. And should be. You gotta keep doing it. Absolutely. But uh they have done an amazing job on both ends of that, Teach. Of forcing turnovers, obviously. This defense has been a turnover forcing machine, specifically interceptions, but Picked up a couple of fumbles here and there as well. Got one on Saturday. Uh, ball hawking, as they say, turnover machine. But knock on wood here, Teach. Knock on wood. They have also done a fantastic job of taking care of the football on offense. So lead the nation in turnover margin. That is a good way to win football games, Teach. You don't follow the sport as closely as I do, but I'm telling you. Well, you're informing me. Thank you. That is a great way to win football games. Next, you're going to tell me combine that with scoring more points, and you're uh, hard to beat. Don't be a smart aleck here, okay? (laughs) I'm trying to teach you a few things about football. Don't be a smart aleck. Sorry, my apologies. Do you know how many sacks OU has allowed so far this year? How many they've Hmm. given up? It doesn't seem like many. I'll say... They played six games. I'll say four. Ooh, five. Oh. Uh, they are tied for ninth in the country in fewest sacks with five. Uh, let me see. The team's at the top. Let me, anybody? Oregon uh, is the highest. Well, Oregon, Penn State, and Washington have all only allowed four. Iowa State, Oklahoma, Duke have allowed five. Georgia has allowed six. Other end of the spectrum, TJ. Do you know, 
what team has allowed or given up the most sacks this year? And I'll I'll give you the number. Thirty-one sacks uh, allowed. They are actually okay. Hang on a second here. Let me hit this button. Okay, it's not last. So Colorado has allowed thirty-five sacks. Ouch. Thirty-five sacks Ouch. through seven games. Poor Shador Sanders. Uh, go ahead and guess. Thirty-one sacks. What school has given up thirty-one? So they're right there at the bottom, next to Colorado. I'll say uh, UCF. The Alabama Crimson Tide. Ooh, I thought maybe you were uh, bringing up that uh, for the opponent this week, but Alabama, huh? Alabama has allowed 31 sacks this year. That can't uh, make Nick Saban happy. (laughs) No. (laughs) That's astonishing, isn't it? Because you know they got nothing but five-star offensive linemen. Well, even and even Colorado that coaching. doesn't thirty five is like just outrageous. So much less it being Alabama, you're right. But goodness gracious, both those totals are ridiculous. I mean, what do we think about the OU offensive line this year? That it's been okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been complaining about the running game from game one. Absolutely. And we have given them props. They've been pretty good in pra- pass protection, right? But nobody's sitting here telling you that they're on the track to win the Joe Moore Award or anything. I think their tackles are really good. Kudos to Caden Green for the way he came in. They've done a nice job this year, but but they are down the list, I would say, of position groups that, like, if you ranked best to worst, offensive line is in the lower half of those groups. Yes, no. I would think so. Maybe we need to be nicer to them, Teach. They've allowed five sacks in six games. Alabama has given up 31. Maybe we just need to be harder on Alabama because that is just an astonishing number. By the way, uh, Saban was asked about this very topic uh, yesterday at his press conference and you're like this. Here's what he had to say. Yes, Coach. I understand your stance on sacks, but I wonder if, and I hope I'm not going over the same ground, but 31 sacks so far this year, if that is concerning, and is that fixable at this time of the year? Well, um, to the first part of your question, I would say, hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he's not real happy about it. So he went stone cold. Hell yeah! Yeah, man, that's a, that isn't that crazy. Alabama, Georgia's allowed six. Alabama's allowed thirty-one. Texas got them five times. So they got an issue. They got an issue. They can't run it either. So that's astonishing. Um. Any how? What's your concern meter for Saturday? Well, the gut's not ready to uh, make an announcement yet, but um, I will say that he's in good spirits early in the week. He's in good spirits. He's especially looking forward to that glow in the dark parade on Friday evening. So, 
He's in uh, your guts going to the glow in the dark period. I, I believe he is. I think so. Yeah. Is there a Rangers game Friday night? Uh, no. Well, there's a game Friday, but it's a uh, it's that weird four o'clock start. Remember. So it'll oh, be, it should be over it should before be over. the glow in the it dark. It should game. be over. Yes. If they haven't swept by then. True. We're not looking for that. We're just taking it one game at a time. We got Wednesday to take care of first. But no, the guts, uh, the guts feeling pretty good about uh, early in the week. It's not to give too much away. Yeah, I just don't. Maybe I'll change my mind by by later in the week. But I, I you, I think UCF is creative, especially if Rice Plumlee's back. Uh, good on offense. Okay, Gus Malzahn. Malzahn he, he can cause you some problems. Absolutely, he, come up with. Some he knows trick what plays he's doing. And, yeah, mm-hmm. he knows what he's doing. We're going to hear what BV has to say about him here in a bit. But he came up with a stat I didn't know existed last night. He said that uh, OU's next two opponents, UCF and Kansas, lead the nation in trick play percentage. Who knew they kept that stat? But. He said UCF runs like 9% of their offensive plays are trick plays. And Kansas is even more than that. Now, I don't know what qualifies as a trick play. I don't know if you run a reverse, you know. Uh, but anyway, that's that speaks to the creativity of Malzahn. They've got good skill position guys. They've got a even, good quarterback who's healthy. Who even keeps healthy. that stat and looks that up know. across not, the country? I've I don't never even know how you heard track that, that stat yeah. before. Um, so the defense has their work cut out for him Saturday, but on the other side, UCF has not been very good defensively at all. They've given up a ton of points in big 12 play. They gave up almost 400 yards rushing to Kansas in their three big 12 games. So far, they've allowed 44, 36 and 51 points. And so I think Oklahoma's offense should be able to put up a number that UCF just can't come close to. As long as everyone didn't get full of themselves in the bye week, Teach. That's my biggest concern. That is a concern, but it does have the feel of one of those games that offensively Oklahoma's able to do enough that Jackson Arnold gets him some time late in that game. Don't even talk like that. Okay. What are well, you I'm doing? Just saying. I'm just saying. It just has one of those feels. you got to go win but a you're right. you're coming off you of, put up stats. You're coming off an emotional win that a lot was made of it. There were uh, hype videos. You know, there were T-shirts made. There were interviews. There were national interviews. There were NIL deals that came out of it. There's been a lot that's happened in the last two weeks for this team. And it's uh, it's and one now of those... you're a heavy favorite. Yes, for an 11 a.m. kickoff. Right. Homecoming. I mean, it's uh, you got a chance to be have some distraction there, so you hope to see them completely focused when they get back after that. Have break. we worked your gut into a little bit of a, you know, a knot here? He is uh, he's knocking a little bit now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go to the restroom. Hello, the hello. What he's saying right now. Seven eighteen. Let's get your thoughts. Kadipelmeyer Chevrolet text line four zero five six five one three four three nine four zero five six five one three four three nine. Toby and TJ with you on the ref here on a Tuesday morning. We'll be back.
The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Welcome back. Toby and TJ back with you. Hightower Clinical brings you this hour, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed to participate. If you want to uh, check out the different areas that they're working in, study opportunities, they're there to help you. Hightowerclinical.com. Call or text 405-831-5905. My time hop has just reminded me today after my rant earlier on Mike McCarthy. Uh, there was one from a few years back ranting about Jason Garrett being an idiot, and then 13 years ago that Wade Phillips is a dumb idiot. So um, You've hated every yeah. quarterback and every coach <laughs> you've had. You... Are a miserable Dallas Cowboys fan. I am a. Uh, that is one hundred percent true. Of the teams you support, the team that has won by far the most, the most championships. Right. You uh, hate the fans. You hate the owner. You hate the coaches. You hate the quarterbacks. You hate the stadium. You hate everything about the Dallas Cowboys. But that's your team. The other side of that is I've let my son build a giant. Ranger shrine in our living room that takes up the whole coffee table and part of the floor in the living room, and that's perfectly acceptable to me. My cousin came by the house last night and yesterday, and he said, uh, uh, what in the world is that? I said, it's like our Joe Boo, all right? Leave us alone. It grows with each round. We, we add more and more to it. There's uh, bobbleheads, there's pins, there's hats, there's buckets of balls, there's you name it. It's, it's and down that's the, the reason they're winning. That's why, folks. <laughs> That that and I have helped my child through some of the games. Yeah. So that's right. Uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. I, this is Terry and Dewey, I just stepped over two dimes at QT. Sorry, T- Toby, I'll do better next time. Just stepped over wow. him and kept going. That is wealth and arrogance. Right <laughs> uh, Loco, Ohio. Oh. What's my text line doing? It's freezing up on me here. Come on! Hold. 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 Stand by, everyone. Stand by. Hold. You want me to give uh, you the uh, AP basketball poll, the first basketball poll out of the year? Yes, please. Now Kansas won. How about that, huh? That's a surprise. Kansas won. Duke 2, Purdue 3, Michigan State 4, Marquette 5. That's interesting. UConn 6, Houston's in our league now, Kelvin's team 7, Creighton 8, Tennessee 9, Florida Atlantic, the number 10 ranked team in the nation in the preseason. Fascinating. Uh, Texas 18, Baylor 20, the only other Big 12 schools in the top 25. I did see... Let's see. It was uh, was it Jerry Palm? No, it's uh, it's uh, 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 Ken Palm. Sorry, Ken Palm put out his first basketball preseason rankings yesterday. OU forty eight. So he just put out like his top fifty. OU forty eight. And you know what? I think that's fair. Like, they've got a lot to prove. I don't know how you could possibly rank Oklahoma. Preseason rankings are stupid, period. But how anybody can look at this Oklahoma team with all of the change, all of the transfers, and have any idea how good they're going to be is fooling themselves. 
But anyway, Ken Palm spat him out at 48 in the preseason. Rep Radio Sports Network. Hey, Porter. Hmm. Doesn't usually take calls no. on the air. That's just... I yeah. Doesn't believe in you. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Hey, okay, I'll let him know. That is not what I said. That is uh, not what I said. Porter Tell said him. Uh, you two need to have a talk this afternoon. He wants to see you right. in his office. Oh, uh, Lee, I'm in trouble. <laughs> uh, good morning. Mm. Good morning. I'm opening a football fans rehab facility in L.A. to help the USC fan base. These guys have been melting down on Twitter the last couple of days. LOL, LOL, LOL. Yeah. Not going well out there. This says all Cowboy fans are miserable because of Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Goodness. Morning, gents. Fresh off a Phillies win last night. Today is even a bigger celebration. Me and my wife have been married three years today, and we are signing on our first house today. Hope y'all have a great day, Boomer. Well, congratulations, congratulations. on all of that. Yeah. Good luck on the uh, house signing. Yes. And uh, Bob Stoops has something he'd like to say to you real fast. Go ahead, Coach. Happy holidays, everyone. There you go. Thank you, Coach. <laughs> Loco, Ohio. Congratulations. Happy anniversary and uh, good luck on the uh, purchase of the new home. Uh, this coaching staff and the leaders of this team will not allow for a letdown because of our lack of focus. I hope you're right. I think you're probably right. But this is uncharted territory in the Brent Venables era. Is there a coaching staff out there over the years coming off of situations like that that says, ah, we don't have to worry we about good. letdown or lack of focus. We won't even address that in the next two weeks. <laughs> I feel very confident the texture is right. I, right, think I do that, too. I am too. <laughs> I think it's been a miserable week and two days for the football team after they celebrated that win in the Cotton Bowl and went out on the fairgrounds and had a good time. I think they got back home and they've been severely humbled. And I don't foresee any kind of a letdown. But we haven't crossed this bridge yet. There was nothing to thump your chest about last year. No, and, even in wins, you were you were squeaking by in some of those, and yeah, um, not feeling. And there great. was through even through five and zero this year, nobody believed in them or picked them to win the Texas game or anything like that. So this is this is the first time we get to see for real how they handle praise. How they handle adulation, national media attention, love. I'm just intrigued to see it. And quite honestly, uh, Texas fans and their media and some others nationally probably are helping out a little bit too of, yeah, that was cute, but wait till they play again. Texas will still be favored and wipe the floor with them. They still don't believe in you. They still don't believe. Yeah, we beat the we beat the Everloving Nash. We beat the out of that team, and we lost. (laughs) <laughs> you want to crown them? Crown them! Uh, some of those sacks, st- sack stats are because QBs don't know when to get rid of the ball. That's true. Well, some of that's true. Yeah, absolutely. They hold but that's the coaching. Yep. I mean, it's not all on the O-line. That's true. It's not all on the O-line. But I am not surprised Colorado is at the bottom of the country in penalties Sacks allowed, all these. I think they are a terribly coached football team. I am stunned that Alabama has allowed 31 sacks. Stunned. Because they got nothing but five stars and great coaches. It makes no sense. I don't care. And, And if the quarterback's not getting rid of the ball in time, then 
Saban will put another quarterback in there, but he can't find another quarterback. So, I mean, the other side of the story is, like, Bama's getting better. Well, um, they are. The Arkansas game, they didn't play great again either. But anyway, go ahead. Big Sky Sooner says uh, he believes one of those DG sacks was a designed quarterback run tackled for a loss. That's true. Yeah. They didn't. They get. They were credited with giving up one sack in the OU Texas game, and that was a bogus stat. We talked about it earlier. Yeah, yeah. You said that needed corrected. So it needed corrected. It hasn't been corrected yet. So they should have only given up four sacks this year. Uh, KJ says Tanoga Tuesday. If R. Mason Thomas gets going, watch him and PJ start getting some strip sacks. This texture says. Yeah. Maybe one of your relatives came in from Tennessee, it looks like. Dangerous combination, those two. When you play the clip that says how sophisticated L.A. is, why don't you play the part that says how demanding they are? This ain't Norman, Oklahoma. This is Los Angeles. And the people here are very sophisticated. I don't know. I'm trying to keep it to a nice <laughs> sound bite for the radio show. Sorry. Uh, good golly. How could you watch that disgusting NLCS? I loathe both teams there. That's from Pastor MC. Which, by well, the way, he did answer your question the other day. He is the pastor of the First Assembly of God in Skyatook. Okay. So there you go. I don't think you're supposed to loathe anybody if you're a pastor, are you? Well, Philly Love your enemy as yourself. Any team from Philadelphia, that's that's acceptable. God is okay with us loathing the city of Philadelphia and all their sports teams? Is that that in the New Testament? I guess so, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I believe you. You know the Bible better than I do. Why uh, why the Arizona Diamondbacks? Philly, I can understand. Um... What has Arizona done to you, Pastor? That's a weird team to hate. (laughs) Maybe, um, I don't know who he's a fan of, but maybe he's a fan of the Yankees and he still has hard feelings back to the World Series, the shilling Randy Johnson World Series. That was the Yankees, right? Uh, Yes, yes. your, 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 Your Yankees lost to the Diamondbacks, right? Yeah, uh, uh, Luis Gonzalez, is that who it was that hit that base uh-huh. hit to win it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Last one here this segment. Ooh, this is a long one. I take a deep breath here. Morning, buddy! Oh, watching the Venable show from last night, the one thing that really impressed me was how Brent said our guys had seen Texas's fourth down play on the goal line stand because Sark called it against Clemson in 2018. Coach Venables is a savant on defense, every bit as much as the former guy was on offense. I'm so thankful he's our coach. I'm so excited about the rest of the season. Have a good day. Wow. What a shot at Brent Venables that was. And I am embarrassed that that just made it onto our airwaves. TJ, three-show suspension for Carter. All right, I'll let him know. He just said, Carter, you're suspended three shows. Every bit the savant that our former coach was on offense. Brent Venables has won championships, plural. Thank you. Plural. And you just compared him to Lincoln Riley? You think he might be as good as Lincoln Riley? Wow. 
I am sorry, Coach, if you're listening this morning. Carter, no more this this week, TJ. Suspended for the <laughs> remainder of the week. Okay. All right. 7.35. What Coach had to say means about... means you don't get your pick in, Carter. Well, he can get his pick in. Other than that, suspended. Uh, we will uh, We will hear what Coach had to say about UCF next. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Okay, before we get to um, Venables, let's play this. Uh, this is Cowherd. He does a segment, TJ, uh, where Colin was right, where Colin was wrong, um, which I kind of like. Uh, I think it's I think it's good when uh, when hosts admit where they were wrong. The problem is for us, it would just take too long. Our segments aren't long enough to do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> We'd have to dedicate a show. Mm-hmm. So here was uh, it was from yesterday's show, Colin Cowherd, where Colin was right. I kept saying the Trojans are too Caleb Williams reliant. I said it last week and the week before. What do they do well beyond Caleb Williams? So when he plays poorly, you watch Saturday night what you witness. They don't do anything well. I thought their defense was okay, but it had been terrible for three straight weeks. It's great to have an amazing quarterback. That's awesome. But you've got to be more than that. It's one of the knocks I have on the Buffalo Bills. Yes, Josh Allen is great. What's your off-speed pitch? What if he's not great? This program has become way too reliant. I've said this week after week on Caleb Williams putting on a cape to save the team. And if he's off, they're bad. Where Colin was wrong. Oklahoma, forget about USC, Oklahoma is rated sixth in the latest USC poll. Brett Venables, not Lincoln Riley, has developed a culture in a year and a half based on substance, defense. They've improved. Last year, I said, I I don't know. I've never seen an Oklahoma team that looked that disorganized. Now, they haven't played a great schedule, but they did beat Texas, and they looked like the better coach team than Texas. Lots of substance, not a ton of flash. Right now, Brent Venables is right. Wow. What world are we living in, ladies and gentlemen? We're living in a world where obviously him and Buddy Lincoln had an argument and they haven't talked in a while. (laughs) They were best of friends last year. They were going to each other's houses. They were getting manicures together. What in the world is this? Something happened. They had a falling out on a shopping trip or something with Caleb. Colin mm-hmm. said something that upset the two of them, and he hasn't spoke to Lincoln in a while. That's what's going on. There. I have a similar segment uh, that I call uh, uh, Toby Was Right. And Toby Rowland, exactly, you're exactly right. That's how it goes. That's the end of the <laughs> That's segment. That's the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Joel Glad. <laughs> All the rest of you tell me where I was wrong. Uh, man, I don't even, I, I'm a little itchy. Just listening to Colin Cowherd brag on Oklahoma has made me a little, I think, allergic. I don't know what my body is feeling right now, TJ. My head is itching right now. I'm uncomfortable with that. I don't. I. I uh, hmm. I gotta lay down. 
Uh, someone, a mini half text in. I, uh, he, yes, he did say the USC polls. <laughs> so I don't know what that is, but. <laughs> well, obviously USC puts out their own rankings every week. <laughs> okay. UCF coming up Saturday, 11 a.m. Uh, here's BV on this week's opponent. UCF, Gus Malzahn bringing his team in here. Their one and only shot at you in the Big 12 Conference. Sounds like maybe they're going to get their quarterback Plumley back yeah. this week. What do you think about the Knights? Yeah, they're you know they're number one offense in the, in our conference, uh, top five in the country offensively. Uh, they've been fantastic, number one rushing offense in our conference, another top top five in the country rushing the football. He does it lots of different ways. Uh, I really like their quarterback, super explosive. He's missed the last several games. And, you know, they haven't played as well uh, as a result. You know, you take everybody, anybody starting quarterback out, and it's going to be a tough chore. And so uh, he's back. They've got really fast skill players. Um, their backs and their receivers can fly. And, uh, and then they've got a long athletic uh, defense. They play with great effort. Um, they play with a lot of belief. And I know they've had a lot, the last couple of weeks have – uh, been tough, you know. As we know, Kansas, Kansas is another top five offense in the country, and they they can score at will. I think they averaged they lost the game, but they averaged ten yards per play last week against Oklahoma State. Ten yards per play. Wow. Yeah. And uh, and they're they I, I said that when I first came, they're doing something different that's making it hard on people. And uh, but anyway, that's 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 next week, but. Uh, you know, UCF Gus is a national championship coach. You know, he's got a you know a tremendous pedigree, a great offensive mind. They've done a really good job in the transfer portal. They've recruited well. Central Florida, uh, you know, they've played in a lot of big moments, and um, and they're a physical football team. I like their style. Uh, they're aggressive, and. Uh, and, and again, that quarterback—he is so fast and explosive. He is. Coach Levy coached him at Ole Miss, and uh, he transferred uh, this last I year. Think about that. Yep. Yeah. And uh, of course, you know, Dylan played there. Uh, you know, played for a year uh, under Coach Malzahn as well. And uh, he'll be the first one to tell you it's not about him. This is this is the ultimate team game, and and uh, you know this is going to be an, another great challenge uh, between their their tempo and their ability to run the ball different ways and their 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 trick percentage of trick plays is uh, top 2 in the country the next 2 weeks huh. uh, Kansas and uh, UCF they have the most deceptive plays in college football percentage wise per the number of plays they run uh, offensively and uh, i think they're close to maybe 9% uh, of their plays or some kind of deception. So they take advantage of, of, of poor discipline, of bad eyes, of bad fundamentals, of lack of communication. You know, they're going to force you to, uh, to, you know, to defend every patch of grass on the field. They have a lot of option principles, and they've got a lot of really well-designed quarterback run game. i got to uh, be honest, I'm, I am – uh, surprised because I think of Brent Venables as like uh, old school football coach, right? And he is, but he's way more into the analytics than I would have anticipated that he yeah, is. Yeah, that's surprising to me too. Seems like he'd be one of those guys. Get that junk out of here. You guys handle that. 
I've got I football like to coach. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. I mean, you got to have a nice mix, but I like it. So just to underline a couple of points he made, uh, UCF number four in the nation in total offense at 516 yards a game. OU, by the way, number six in the nation in total offense. And UCF number three in the country in rushing offense, 246 yards a game on the ground. So this will be a good test for the OU defense. Now, on the flip side of that, he didn't mention this. There are some categories they have been very poor in this year. They are a negative five in the turnover margin. We just mentioned OU is plus 11. They've given the ball up a lot and not taken it away much. And they have rushed it well, but they have also allowed their opponents to run the ball for a ton of yards. They are allowing almost 200 yards rushing a game. That's a big number. It is a good week, potentially, for OU to get healthy in the run game, or better, better in the run game. They, they were, I don't mean to imply that they, they had a good day running the football against Texas. A lot of that was Dylan Gabriel, which is fine. But this is a team that perhaps they could have a good running day against. In fact, that was my bold prediction last night on the show is that the Sooners will have over 250 yards rushing on Saturday. Uh, so we shall see. I think then I was trying to look it up real quickly. I think the number was 399 that they allowed to Kansas on the ground. I'll confirm that during the break, but that's a massive number. All right, break time. Back after this. The home of Sooner fans. Home for Sooner recruiting coverage. Home of your Sooner game day voices. Home of the best pre- and post-game coverage. Join the movement. Download the free KRF app now to listen anywhere, anytime. We are where diehard Sooner fans listen. T-Row in the morning show this hour brought to you by Hightower Clinical. Bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed to participate. Studies in many different areas. Colitis, Crohn's disease, several types of cancers, dermatitis. Find out if they have a trial that you may be interested in. Hightowerclinical.com. 405-831-5905. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. I don't know if I can hear correctly or something, but does Cowherd keep calling him Brett even after Joel Clack corrected him on that one he day? D- yeah, he said Brett once and Brent once in that clip we played. Some people's I'm learning some people struggle with the name Brent. Like Sarkeesian has a hard time saying it too. Brent. You you claim there are more Bretts in the world than Brents. I claim that? Yeah, we had this discussion on the show. Huh. Yeah, you I said, think that's true. You said a lot of people must, because they're not used to saying the name Brent because there are so many more Bretts. And I said, there are? And you said, yeah, there are. And then I said, really? And then you said, yeah, I think so. And then that was the end of our conversation. Yeah, I think I'm right. Uh, wow, T-Row just suspended Carter. He'll be hearing from my lawyer. Uh, he'll be hearing from my lawyer, Carter. He's an expert in strangulation cases. I'm Bob from Cement. Hmm. I was a well-deserved suspension. That'll stand up in court. 
Pastor MC says, absolutely, I don't hate people. I dislike severely and deeply franchises. And there's a certain loudmouth on the radio who once played for the D-backs. He's the number one reason why I listen to you guys, who I love dearly. Thank you. I don't think he played for the D-backs, but he broadcasted Broadcast for, for them. them but yes. thank yeah. you for listening to us by whatever manner. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. Every time I hear how sophisticated L.A. is, all I can remember is that Lincoln Riley introduction press conference that had me that had the production value of a 1990s Teletubby episode. Give me a break. Yeah, I I have. This ain't Norman, Oklahoma. This is Los Angeles, and the people here are very sophisticated. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I We're very sophisticated. We're very Softball Steve says, OU 48, UCF 17. Okay. Sooner Gundy. Not sure if this is Kel or not. Lincoln Riley's a putz. Okay. Is that a word we can say on the radio? I don't even know exactly what that means. Yeah, I think we can say that. Is that something I'm not supposed to say anymore? That's what I'm asking you. I don't know know what that even refers to necessarily. So... I would like to apologize if anybody was just offended by what TJ said. <laughs> the only people offended are Lincoln Riley and the other putzes out there. Uh, so, you... <laughs> no. No. Strong no. Like, yeah. No. That was James was offended. Have you seen uh, someone asking about the SNL spoof on Dion again? Hilarious. Yeah, I actually I finally saw that yesterday. That was... Uh... Do you believe in that? Those skits where they get to laughing at each other and they're trying to mm-hmm. hold back laughing, those are always the best. Where they can't stop from uh, laughing at the other one. My how things have changed in three weeks? Yes. The perception of Dion? Uh, That's the end of my sentence. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to go on there. Uh, let's see here. Watch the Bob Stoops podcast with Matt Leiner. Don't know. Uh, I didn't know Bob tried to recruit him. Matt said he visited Norman and decided for USC when Teddy Lehman took him to Applebee's for dinner. Uh, love you, handsome man. Uh, handsome men. Off to the hot tub. By the way, you guys, Sean and Bob from Cement, are always welcome. It's twelve person hot tub. Oh, you sooner girl for life. Mm. Would you sit in a hot tub with me, Sean, and Bob no. from Cement ever? <laughs> nope. I don't know that I would sit with you guys either. I'm just asking. So Teddy took Liner to Applebee's. That's what this, uh, and that's that what this is says. what drove Applebee's or Appar- drove Liner to USC. Apparently so. It must more much more sophisticated restaurants out in LA. I guess so. I guess so. Thank you, Ted. Well done by you. Eight o'clock. We'll be back.